Good morning. In the first service, I said surprise. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've been up here, but it is an honor to be able to stand and, and just share God's word with you. My name is Doris. I'm a member of this church and also a member of the leadership team. Um, I'm married, in case you didn't know, and we will be celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary this year. I'm a mom of four wonderful adult children, including a, a son-in-law, a grandmother to a beautiful little nine-month-old. I'm sure you'll hear more from her in the service. And also two wonderful other grandchildren who have adopted me and call me Grandma. Um, I love being a mom, but I find that being a grandma is even more awesome. We have just begun uh, a series, a new message series, entitled Family Matters. And last week, Tom introduced our series, and we saw how God works through messy families. When we think of our own families, generally messy ones, we're reminded of our mothers, but not because they're messy, but just because of what an important role they play in our families. Today is Mother's Day, and, a par- and as a part of our Family Matters series, we're going to look at mothering. So, welcome to our Mother's Day service. I want to wish all moms a happy Mother's Day, just to pause and say thank you for your commitment, hard work, dedication to mothering, to honor you, and to thank God for you. A couple of weeks ago, uh, I was visiting with my sister-in-law, who is from Scotland, and we were talking about Mother's Day. And she told me that there in Scotland, they celebrate in March, and they don't call it Mother's Day, they call it Mothering Day. And I think that Mothering Day is a much more accurate description for the celebration of mothers. Especially as I think of all of the different kinds of mothering that we have, you know, whether you're an adoptive, a surrogate mother, you know, a foster mom, whether you're a dad who is both mothering and fathering, or a mentor or a spiritual mentor. So many different ways of mothering. Mother's uh, Day also gives us the opportunity, well, to celebrate all mothers, but also to celebrate God's mothering, motherly care for us. Does that sound kind of odd to you, God's motherly care? Is it a new thought? We believe that God is our Father, and uh, yet the Bible talks about God's care for us in mothering terms quite a lot. We're used to Jesus being referred to as King, Messiah, Savior, Warrior, and God being our Father, and we don't use the the feminine images as frequently. But if we don't, we will lose something of the character of God's love and care for us if we don't consider or if we ignore the teaching throughout Scripture that God cares for us as a mother does. So today we want to look at a passage from the book of Isaiah that reveals God's mothering love for us. Through the prophet, God says, I have cared for you since before you were born. Yes, I carried you before you were born. I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you, and I will care for you, and I will carry you along and save you. Can you see the motherly care of God in this passage? It says, God carried you before you were born. The only way to carry someone before they're born is if if you're pregnant. Consider how a mother cares for her unborn child with doctor visits, prenatal vitamins, good exercise, good food. Oftentimes they stop smoking or drinking, all to ensure that they have a healthy baby. 
So not only has he carried us before we were born, but he will continue to carry us throughout our lives until we're old and gray. And as I was reflecting prayerfully on this passage, a word that stood out for me was carry. God carried us. God will carry us. What does that look like? And what does that mean to us? So are you familiar with the terms Moby, Katang, Baba, Balboa, maybe Kangaroo? How about Little Baby? If you've had a baby in recent years, these will probably be more familiar with you, and especially you younger moms. But anyways, they're all the names of wraps and carriers that moms wear today to carry their babies in to keep them close and comfort them. The authors of a book titled The Baby Book have outlined a list of advantages of carrying your baby. Listen to some of these advantages. If you have a baby that wants to be carried all the time, this is an easy way to meet their needs. Some babies who are slow to gain weight have been known to gain better if carried several hours a day since proximity to mom encourages babies to eat more frequently. Carrying reduces crying and colic. It enhances learning. Carried babies are involved in their parents' work. Frequent carrying encourages and speeds the development of mutual reading of each other's cues. Wow, what amazing benefits of carrying your baby. So for those of you who plan on doing it, there's some, there's some information. So if you moms carry your babies with all of these advantages as a result, think of how true this is for us as God's children when he carries us. Imagine being carried by God and reaping the same benefits as a carried baby. So God's carrying will easily meet our needs. Our needs for love, comfort, for value, for being heard, for a father. We would have increased spiritual growth. Fortunately, it doesn't put weight on our hips. We could, you know, we might be more interested in reading our Bible, in praying, learning more about God. Our learning could be enhanced. That close to our Father, we would have a better grasp of how deep, how wide, how high God's love for us is. We would come to him sooner and with more boldness. Reduces crying and painful colic. Well, would knowing that you are being carried by a loving Father reduce the pain and hurt in your life? Bring you more comfort? Involved in their parents' work. Would it be easier to do the work God has called us to because we could more clearly see the work he's doing in us, around us, and through us? Imagine as you know and see your heavenly Father's work, you come to have the same passion, compassion, and care for people that he has. You're involved in your Father's work. And I like this last one. Speed the development of reading each other's cues. Would that be something like what when Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Just as babies benefit greatly from being carried and being so close to their moms, we will benefit greatly from being so close to our Father who carries us and loves us just like a mother loves her child.
this is the image of an amazing father's mothering care for us. A love that carries us, will never never leave us, never forget us from before we are born until we are old and gray. This is just one scripture in Isaiah that talks of God's mothering love. In another passage we read, Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? Even if that were possible, I would not forget you. And in yet another passage in Isaiah, God says, I will comfort you as a mother comforts her child. But beyond Isaiah, God's mothering love is compared to that of a mother bird who provides protection and shelter, refuge, nurturing. Jesus said, How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings. God's love is compared to a mother bear who fiercely protects her young. And as an eagle who carries her young, flutters over her, flutters over them, spreads its wings to catch and carries them aloft. Again, we hear the image of God's carrying us. So how do we apply this? Because the scripture is clear, God carries us. God's motherly care for us is experienced through God's motherly carrying of us. Let me repeat that. God's motherly care for us is experienced through God's motherly, motherly carrying of us. How do we experience this motherly carrying, this God-carrying love? Well, first of all, we can ask ourselves the question, when did God carry me in the past? Take a look back through your life, note the difficult times. How did God carry you through? Maybe at the time you didn't recognize didn't see how God was carrying you, but when you look at it now, you can see it. Tom talked about messy families last week, and we know that um, parenting can be pretty messy. And maybe you're listening here and thinking, yeah, my parenting was, you know, not so good, and I wasn't parented that great either. But maybe God brought somebody else into your life who provided a good role model for you, provided mothering or fathering. Can you see how God carried you through a job loss or an economic downturn, through the loss of a spouse, child, maybe a parent, maybe a divorce, traumatic injury, chronic illnesses? How is God carrying you? New schools and there's bullies there. Next, ask yourself the question, when I consider the future, what am I most anxious about? What situation looming ahead appears a whole lot bigger than I can handle? Retirement? Marriage? Maybe the lack of it? How about being responsible for bringing up your own children and also caring for aging parents? Maybe you're anticipating a career change or a job loss. How about knowing you have to head to school tomorrow and that bully's going to meet you at the door? Single? Single parenting? doesn't look to be changing soon. Grad is here, and you haven't chosen a career yet. As we look ahead, what does does it mean to entrust your future to a loving, mothering God who promises to carry you? Knowing that God has promised to carry you, how will that change your perspective now on the things that you are anxious about? Maybe you want to take this verse 
write it out, and underneath it, make two columns, one that says past and one that says future. List, make a list of the things and places where you have seen God carrying you, and then a list of where you want God to carry you. As an act of trust, take them to God and tell him that these are the things you are trusting him for. Let God carry them. I was um, trying to think of a, a personal example of how God has carried us. And in my own life, there are so many of them where God has brought us through. And, and all you can say is, you know, God did that. But I was thinking to just the last year and a half. And about a year and a half ago, uh, we decided that we would put our place up for sale and downsize. The acreage was just too much work, and I found it exhausting. That was plan number one, my daughter smiling at me. And then um, then she became pregnant miraculously un- and unexpectedly, and we were so happy for them. But a few months later, due to the poor health care situation up in Fort St. John, and um, it, what little that she did have there was, was no longer going to exist shortly. So her and her husband asked if they could come and move in with us. And our answer was, sure. And um, that, that worked out. They were there <laughs> within two months, much to our surprise, and mixed delight, right? And by mid-July, we had a gorgeous baby girl, healthy. We were so thankful for That's her there. And um, just, just so thankful for the way God looked out. And by mid-July, we also had five adults and a baby in our house, and we were used to a whole lot more alone time than, than what that was. But it, it was working out okay. We didn't mind it. By mid-September, my husband had um, lost his job. They had shut the location where he was working, and he was now retired. So we now had a full-time household of five adults and a baby. And um, I will leave the rest to your imagination. And we'll just jump forward to, to spring of now. And um, we are once again contemplating selling our house. And I, actually, it's on the market. So if you're in the market for a nice little acreage, talk to me. But now we're going to upsize. Um, but, you know, the neat thing about this all was, was a remark that our, our daughter had made to me last week. She says, you know, she says, we've been here a year, she said, and we still like each other. And um, and if that's not an indication of how God has carried us through, um, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So we're, we're so thankful for that. We watched. We had um, financial concerns that we wondered how God was going to do. And amazingly, you know, money came in from unexpected sources. We survived five cooks in the kitchen and, and a baby that always liked to be carried. But that one, that part we didn't mind. So we're so thankful for God's carrying us. So I'm sure that we all can look back and see that God has carried us in any number of situations. We look forward and see that God will carry us in the future. And so for today on this Mother's Day, we would simply like to offer you a Mother's Day blessing. Dana's going to join me. In Jesus' name, receive these words. I bless you with the right to be on this earth. You were wanted from day one. 
I bless you with the deep understanding that no matter the circumstances of your birth, God created you in his image. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are good. I bless you with the joy of knowing that you are completely lovable, adorable, and precious. I bless you with the confidence that you have a purpose, a calling, and spiritual gifts to carry out God's call on your life. I bless you with the ability to fulfill the call to be a blessing to all peoples. You speak to the world of God's mercy, mystery, beauty, and his desire for intimate relationship. May God give you favor with authority and others for his kingdom's sake. I bless you to receive words of affirmation and to reject the hurtful lies sent your way. May God protect you and your family to come. May his face shine down on you. May you delight in the word of God. May you meditate on it day and night so that you will be like a tree planted by streams of water that yields fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. May you sense God's presence and ears to hear his words of love, guidance, and conviction. I bless your intimacy with your creator and savior, knowing that his eyes look at you with infinite tenderness. And lastly, I anoint your spiritual gifts, your natural talents, and your acquired skills to be used for God's glory. Amen. We would like to close with prayer. Would you join us and stand with us as we pray for you? Father, we come to you and we give thanks for women who have been our mothers, grandmothers, aunts, sisters, daughters, life partners, and friends. We give thanks for men who have mothered us with their own caring, affection, nurturing, and friendship. We are thankful for those who have mirrored your mother in spirit. Give them your grace and bless them in their lives. We pray for those for whom this is a day of mourning and sadness, for those who have lost mothers and other important women in their lives, that they may be comforted with the peace that passes all understanding. We pray for women who are mothers, either by birth, by adoption, or through foster care. We pray that they may be supported in their mothering task by the men and other women in their lives, that their children may be provided with sufficient food, shelter, and health care. We pray for women who are pregnant, those who are waiting with joyful expectation, and those who are filled with uncertainty and fear. We pray for women whose pregnancies are high risk and whose lives are in danger in the birthing process. We pray for women and men who long to be parents, but who struggle with infertility. We join with them in their cries and pray that your will may be done in their lives. We pray for women who have lost children, either in utero, through sickness, through war and violence, or through tragic accident. Comfort them, Holy Spirit, with your everlasting presence and carry them. We pray for women who are incarcerated, women who have been abusive, women who have been hurtful and neglectful. We pray for women who give of themselves, not just through childbearing, but with their intellect, their skills, their gifts, and their physical abilities. Bless all women that they may receive equal compensation for their work 
may be protected from abuse and harassment and may be valued as unique individuals. We pray for women and men who strive to protect and advocate for those most vulnerable, children, the poor, the disenfranchised, other women, and those men and women whose voices go unheard. Bless them with renewed courage and strength. Give them your grace and bless them in their lives. Father, we lift our prayers to you through the Holy Spirit in hope, entrusting all for whom we pray to your great goodness and mercy made known to us in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.